was a Friday night. I walk alone to get the feeling right. We started making out, and she took off my pants. But then I turned on the TV, and that's about the time she walked away from me. Nobody likes you when you're 23. And I still more abuse my TV shows. What the hell is ADD? My friends say I should act my age. Hey everyone, and welcome to They're Playing Our Song, the podcast where your song becomes our song. I'm your host, Robert Perry Cruz, with my very special guest, Brendan, mystery guest, who's not allowed to be on the internet, folks. I'm not. It's like that movie Hackers, where that kid got caught and he couldn't be on the internet. He couldn't use a computer for 10 (laughs) years. Well, (laughs) it's it's a very common punishment these days for most crimes. Cyber hacker Brendan. Hi, cyber hacker Brendan. How are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. So you might notice the audio quality sounds slightly worse than my usual. I don't know. I think it probably sounds better. It could sound better. I don't know. But it might sound bad because we are recording this whilst driving in a car. Now, police listening to this, I am not holding the phone, so I'm legally in my rights to just talk out at my windshield. Uh, He is extremely drunk, though. (laughs) I'm really drunk, but no, no, sober, and I'm not holding the phone, so it's all good, He's folks. He's holding a beer. I'm paying attention to the road. And a fifth of vodka in the ta- other hand. And talking. So, anywho, we are driving in the car because we didn't have any time before going to see a movie, uh, so we are uh, recording in the car. So, we might have a few more of these because it's a hell of a lot easier to go places and record podcasts. So, in any case, it is uh, February. It is not, it, it's not really, but it will be February when you are hearing this, and in February is my birthday month. Oh, man. So... How about that Patriots Super Bowl <laughs> you're, victory? You're, you might Super be Bowl it. loss. I love Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> what about that President Clinton? Bill Clinton. <laughs> Anyhow, that's enough of that. Um... So it's my birthday month, so I figured why not, since half the songs I pick are my songs anyway, I'll just not even pretend to care about anyone else's opinion and just listen to my own songs. So I'm trying to do these a bit uh, autobiographically, much like in the movie High Fidelity. So we are going to be talking about a song that I enjoyed when I was a uh, teenager slash young adult. What was your age again What's, that you that's, enjoyed this well, song? That's a great segue. I would I would have been, it would have been 1999. I was listening to Blink-182's Enema of the State, most specifically the song What's My Age Again, which was a super popular song at the time. It was not their first, not their first big single, but it was probably their biggest single. Uh, they'd had one hit before from their previous album, Damn It, and then their new, uh, their new album, they had a new drummer, Travis, I don't remember his last name, but he came in, he added a lot of kind of energy to the band, and then uh, they really hit it big with this song, both with the song itself and then the music video, which was on the website. Uh, so, Brendan, what's your experience with What's My Age Again? Um, I mostly remember it for the music video, which I feel like when TRL was an extremely popular show. Total Request Live. Oh, Total Request Live. Live. Maybe it wasn't called TRL even in 1999, but um, but I feel like this was played all the time. They, uh, I think it was known for the Blink-182 guys running around naked all mm-hmm. over town, and um, and it was on the radio all the time, and it was just really like a peppy, fun, simple song with a simple, easy-to-sing-along-to harmony, mm-hmm. um, and, um, and sort of the themes, particularly at at uh, at that time, uh, as like in high school, 
late high school were were felt sort of like they were sort of relevant and cool. Mm-hmm. So I, I think when I think of this song, I I, I want to try to think about how did I feel about the song when it came out, and then kind of reviewing it now as someone who's much older than the the character in the song. So you know, for those of you, hopefully you listened to the song before listening to this episode. But if you did not. It's uh, it's it's a, it's a kind of a good you know cute little punk pop song. They were pretty popular in the in the late '90s. Uh, really very listenable. It uh, sort of goes over the travails of a young man who, even though he is doing things that are on their face more grown up, he is still acting like a child and you know like a 14 year old kid. So he's doing prank phone calls. He's uh, what else is he doing? He's um, watching TV when he's supposed to be making out with his girlfriend. He's he's just he's just kind of doing goofy dumb things, and the whole crux of it is um, he probably shouldn't be doing that because he's supposed to be 23. <laughs> so I don't know if maybe the members of the band were 23 or not. So I was listening to this; I would have been 19, and the idea of being 23 still sounded very very old at the time. I mean, it's not that much in time, but you know that's that's after college for most people. So for me, it felt like a million years in the future, and it was kind of funny thinking like, what will I be like when I'm an adult? At 23, and right, you got it all figured out when you're 23. <laughs> yeah. You should have it all together, and you're That's right. you're not not doing these childish things. But it was, you know, a funny song, and, and the melody, you know, like like you said, Mr. Guest Brendan, it was very. Uh, my mystery, Very, my Mr. It's, it's Guest, a, no, Mr. Or Guest, Mr. Guest, Brendan, Mr. Guest, Mr. Guest, Brendan. Um, no, it was a good, you know, good harmony. It was a really easy to sing along to. It was really, really catchy in that regard, and it sort of talked about a a phenomenon that I was interested in—the idea of growing up. Um, even the, <laughs> I don't know. So what? So I mean, how did were your thoughts on it kind of similar? Yes, they were. There you go. So I mean, I think when you're talking about what the song meant when, you know, one is younger, it's very much this idea, like, looking forward and thinking about what will my life be like when I'm an adult? Will I still have some of these things that I think are still kind of funny and cool? Though, I mean, even as a 19-year-old, <laughs> some of the, watching TV when you're making out sounded a little dumb, and <laughs> prank calling someone's mom also sounded <laughs> kind of like a dumb yeah. idea. Yeah, what's wrong? What's wrong with these 23-year-olds? I hope my uh, life isn't so horrible. No, and kids, <laughs> call ID was a thing you had before cell phones just told you who was calling you on the phone all the time. Anyway, so what did you think about, um, kind of about that? You know, if you think back to sort of when you when you were were younger than the than the protagonist of the song. I don't know how much I ever thought about about that with with this song or any Blink One Eighty Two song. I, I think generally, um, I think it was just sort of the for me it was always just sort of the punk pop punk high energy um, funny enthusiasm that they always had in, in most of their songs, not all their uh. songs. And so I just remember you know listening to the song whenever I need to sort of get up some energy or was going out to do something, which really wasn't that often because I didn't do anything. <laughs> you got up but, in one space, yeah, like, moved to another space. Right. I need something to bridge the gap. <laughs> it's so cold under all these blankets. <laughs> I gotta, gotta get up. Uh, yeah. Get uh, my textbook from the backpack over across the room. <laughs> <laughs> very hard. It's Someone's so calling hard. on the phone, but not a cell phone. Those didn't exist really no. when this song came out. Gotta walk all the way to the caller ID <laughs> three rooms away. No, I, I like I like the idea that, that you would listen to it when you sort of needed something to get you up. I, I remember listening to this song um, 
like going to sleep for some reason. Like, was it like a soothing? Like, I'm gonna listen to this before I go to bed. Like, it was, it was very much like a downer. Not a downer in the sense of, of sad, but but you know, it was, it was a depressant. Like, ah, oh, I'm gonna relax my body by listening to this song, which does seem weird because it, it does not. None of the none of the melodies, none of the guitar, even the you know, initial sort of uh, you know single guitar riff before they get into the more 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 pulsing kind of uh, punk pop sound uh, the, you know, the crunchiness of that guitar I still just found it like oh it's just sweet and relaxing sounds uh, like sounds like you had mental problems <laughs> well you know <laughs> don't we all um, <laughs> I'm in the trouble of making an internet show I must have something wrong with me to begin with <laughs> that's right now uh, so the internet show that no one in the internet listens to I I, at least someone I think some ad bots from Germany have, have very much enjoyed this show <laughs> You know, my, my uh, one of the episodes I did was was in, uh, New York. I love you, but you're bringing me down. If you put the word New York in your title and put it on Twitter, there are lots of New York job bots that immediately <laughs> just pick that right up, retweet it. That's uh, great. I know. I'm so proud. Uh, now, one of the things that I think is funny about this song is coming back to it now that I am older than 23 and listening to it. And I really expected, thinking back to a song that that I just loved hearing uh, when it first came out, I expected to listen to it and think. This is the dumbest song I've ever heard. It is not listenable, and I just I hate I hate the idea because in some ways it's sort of like a quote unquote young person song. You, you know, you're, you're gonna listen to it when you're a younger person. Like anyone who's older is not going to. And even with that change in perspective, I really still just love just love hearing that song. You know, I feel like if I were anywhere and I heard those dee 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 those those initial. Yeah. Uh, notes. I would know what I'm singing, and I'd probably go, "Oh!" You know, you turn to the person next to you, like, "Oh, do you know this? It's this song." I just get really excited. And that person would be 23 years old and be like, "No, I don't. This is terrible." <laughs> I just listened. To I, I really enjoyed Blink 182. I don't know what, mm-hmm. what happened to them. I guess, I guess, sort of the the trend in music went past them. Uh, and I know there were a lot of other groups like Blink 182 at the time, but they were they were sort of my favorite of the pop pop punk. Uh, genre, yeah. Um, I don't know what are the others like Offspring, Offspring, or The uh, Offspring. Yeah, kind of a little of, different. Yeah, but a bunch of other people that I don't remember the names of anymore. Some Forty One. There was a little oh, bit, of, a little 41. bit, of, a lot of bands with numbers in them. There's yeah, some that's 41. right. There was uh, oh god, who can even remember? Who cares? I've, 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 Eve I've, Six. Oh, Eve, Eve Six. I don't know. Do they sound like this? Nah, I sort of just uh, pushed. It. I needed to make room in my brain, so I pushed out all the other bands like this, except for Blink One Eighty Two, the best of all these bands. Yeah, if you have to pick one, if you're choosing one band that symbolizes punk pop, punk, punk pop in the late '90s, why not make it Blink One Eighty Two? Yeah, because they did have. I mean, they did really have catchy songs. I always, I always found the my pump, favorite is um, Dysentery Gary. That's <laughs> not a song. <laughs> I think that's a song. <laughs> that sounds like a Green Day song. No, I think it's. I guess like actually, song. if you're talking punk pop in the in the '90s, I guess you'd have to say Green Day would be the would be the one. Yeah, I, I guess I, I, I secretly different. think I prefer some of the Blink 182 <laughs> songs, but don't tell anybody because it kills my cred. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I won't tell anybody. No, shh. Just it's a secret. Just between shh. us. Don't tell anyone. Um, should, yeah. I, should I not tell anyone that no. we took a we took a three hour break between segments of this no, podcast? No, I'm going to edit together. It's going to be seamless. <laughs> no one will be able to tell. That there will we be saw. no change in energy. The fact that we're three hours tired. Or I thought it was a really weird choice that Quentin Tarantino put this song in the middle of the Hateful Eight. <laughs> I know it was, it was cute really though because <laughs> they're all very young cowboys. <laughs> That's right. 
They were naked running they were around lots of the pranks. Old West. They were pranksters, those cowboys. Oh, that's right. Um, now, Probably the funniest Quentin Tarantino movie that we've ever seen. I like the cameo from Blink 182 yeah, themselves. That was great. As corpses. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the, in, in the, kind of go back to the, the song itself, I think one of the things that, that kept it still from being kind of annoying because you know you do listen to it you're like who's who's prank calling people and no wonder this girl's leaving you you're watching tv while while making out uh you know you're you sound like an idiot but i sort of hear in the the last the last verse um you know about growing up you know why would you wish that on me um it's just a sense of Almost like the character is realizes he he is going to grow up. Like he is twenty three, and it really can't keep being like this. Yeah. And he knows it's going to have to change, but you know, god damn it, I'm going to do this stupid garbage <laughs> for one at least one more day. And it's it's something that that kind of turns what would sound now that I'm older, like oh god, this guy's so pathetic. And just sort of, yeah, <laughs> you know, there is a point where I think you realize you're about to have a transition in your life. Yeah, and. And, and, you know, the things you're doing now are not the things you're going to be doing, you know, a week from now. And I, I think it, it adds something to the song. And I, maybe, I don't know if Blink-182 actually meant for that to be to be part of it. But I mean, and they must have, because, you know, the line, there, there are many years ahead to fall in line. Like, there's going to be yeah. more time for everything else. I only have a little bit of time to act this way before it becomes <laughs> criminal <laughs> or, or just terribly, you know, socially... You know, socially poisonous to do so, and I mean, this song came out at you know time when I would, you know, I wasn't quite an adult. I was just getting into high school, so uh, I, I think I kind of picked that up a little now. And, and as an adult now, I, I definitely hear it, and I definitely re- look back fondly on uh, the idea, at least, of that transition. I don't, I don't know if I think too much on <laughs> leaving high school. I think that from the positively of the experience. Yeah. But, I mean, what do you, what, <laughs> really, it's weird. No, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I thought everyone just loved high school, and that's all I want to talk about. Yeah. It's- being in high school. The glory days. Yeah, Next was... week, we're going to be talking about glory days. <laughs> what are they talking about? I fought authority. Authority always wins. Yeah. The sequel to I fought the law. The law. <laughs> so, um, do you have any other any other thoughts on, on Blink-182 or, or growing old? Because you, you recently celebrated celebrated an, an anniversary of sorts. Yeah, I, I, my, my birthday. That's right. Uh, um, another year older. Um... No, I don't. Th- I, I mean, uh, for me, for me, I, I don't know how much I was thinking about the lyrics for Blink One Eighty Two, uh, any of their songs. But um, when they came out, it really for me was all about that the attitude and the ex- the sort of enthusiasm. Um, uh, and I probably remember some of the the the, the uh, funnier songs a little bit more than I remember um, uh, the, the really serious songs like this one. Um, so uh, I think I just remember sort of the time, the time period, the excite, the energy, um, mm. and of course Carson Daly and TRL. Oh, you can't forget them. No. Well, I think you know, in terms of, I think the best serious songs are the ones that are not that serious, except there's like a little bit in there, and you have to really be listening yeah, over and over no, and I over. I agree because I think they later had some more songs that were supposed to be like their serious songs as, mm-hmm. they, as they were getting older, and they, and they were just so they were so horrible. <laughs> <laughs> They were just so horrible, and um, but you're right. I think the I think that just sort of peppering in some actual serious lyrics, um, talking about what they're going through, in these really fun upbeat songs was was the way to go for these guys, rather than I think some of the more 
garbagey uh, slower songs they tried to do later on. That's true. I, honestly, if you want to hear a song about growing up, this is a good one. The song "Growing Up" from the Care Bears movie too. Yeah, also a good <laughs> song about growing up. Yeah. Maybe we do that in a, a future episode. Uh, so let's do it right now. <laughs> hey, whatever. Yeah, I'll start a new one. <laughs> Next episode, let's do Care Bears. Uh, so I hope. Uh, so I mean, I guess if you were to summarize to somebody who'd never heard this song before or had only just listened to it the one time to prepare for this podcast because it's their favorite show in the world. Yes. Um, that's, and that's maybe they'll never listen to it again. But you want them the to. Podcast or the song? Hopefully the song. I mean, <laughs> if you're gonna pick one thing, please listen to my podcast. Link One Eight Two's got a lot of money. I don't you know. Do they? I gotta, do they? I would assume they kept some of it. I don't know. You never know. They never seemed like the kind of band that was, you know. They invested it all in dot com companies. All, <laughs> all in pets.com. No. In e toys. No, you fool. Oh, no. There's no business model. In web van. Oh, no. What did they sell? A web van. Oh, we'll talk about that on a future episode. <laughs> uh, so, if you were to say why. Why? Why would it? You know, I think we talked about why we we like this song, but why should somebody else give it give it a couple listens? I think it'll take them back to a, to a sort of a, a sort of a, a high school or an older time period. I think they'll really love the the high energy. And I mean, this type of song isn't. A, I mean, isn't as prevalent now. I mean, mm-hmm. I think maybe after you know, in 1999 and the the few years after, this probably would have. Uh, you know, could have uh, blended into the background, but at this point, I think it's a great song to look back on that time period. Um, it's hard to not find it fun and infectious. Mm. I wonder how many times I said fun in I the last know. five minutes. This is a count. We have a Wikipedia page, I'm sure. Someone's okay. taking the time to count. Someone that. fans write in to, <laughs> to tell Robbie how many times I said fun. That's right. There's at least two. I just heard. Uh, so, I would, I, mean, I would agree. I think there's, there's infectious peppiness to the song it's it's a really cute song it's really fun to listen to the lyrics are sort of cute and then like we talked about it's fun it's um, yeah it's, no there's something there's just something special about being able to think about being young and how enjoyable that experience is and just the realization that being young isn't isn't forever and and not bringing you down like hey and then you die you know this song didn't end that way it, it ends very much as just the realization that there's going to be something else coming up. And, and I don't know. There's something about that that just really uh, uh, tugs at the heartstrings, but just just enough to not really ruin the, the fun. The fun? Fun. The fun. The fun. On the count of three. One, two, three. More fun! <laughs> More fun! So, everyone, I hope you've had so much fun. And now, uh, What's My Age Again by Blink-182 is our song. Oh. Brennan, thanks so much for being on the show on this car ride to and from the movie theater. Uh, what what do you have What do you have to plug? Uh, well, it was, uh, my birthday's already come and gone. You I guess by the time this podcast comes out, it'll be gone. It might for have been a while. about a month at this point. Uh, you know, Valentine's Day is maybe coming up. <laughs> uh, Robbie's birthday is coming up that's in why a few we, weeks. That's, that's oh, that's your right. plug. Oh, I'm so sorry. Well, that's not my plug. Um, the winter time is there's going to be lots of blizzards. Yep. So might yeah, be I'll just plug snow. If you have not seen The Hateful Eight, uh, it might not be in theaters anymore. So <laughs> I rented on DVD. Yeah, video on demand. Uh, it VOD. Was, it was. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was pretty good. It was really good. It was good. Uh, don't let anyone tell you it's. It's, it's, oh, it's amazing. Quentin Tarantino's a real artist. Yeah, it's, it was. It was a very, very, very good setting and, and film. And they did use some some modern songs, which I sort of always hate. Yeah, they did it in a Jack pretty good White. way. Yeah, Jack, yeah I mean, Jack White, I guess, sounds like he wrote songs 100 years ago. 
<laughs> yeah, and Samuel Jackson, I think, is one of his best performances in a while. Mm-hmm. First Mace Windu, number one <laughs> performance of his. And the guy with the shark ate him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and, that, and then this third. That's right. And then there was the Dave Chappelle sketch where he pretended to be Samuel L. Jackson selling Sam Adams, Samuel Jackson Adams beer or something. Oh. That was probably three. So this is four. Oh, this is four? Oh, that's fair. But Oh, well, it's time for three. I'll say time for three. Alright, time for three. Alright, well, everyone, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. You can find us online at playingoursong.net. You can email at rob at playingoursong.com if you have a song you want to suggest or you're interested in talking about a song. You can f- like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash playingoursong.net and follow me on Twitter at playing underscore our song where if I hear a song that I feel like typing in a bunch of stuff about, I will do so. Uh, otherwise, thanks for listening, and we'll see you all next next week. Bye! Bye. What's my age again?